What's up guys, this is Wences. Welcome back to my channel where we talk about personal development for INFJs and how to create an epic life on your terms. Today we're talking about how the INFJ wins the long-term game. There are two main aspects that are important here. The first one is tenacity, so staying consistent with something for a long period of time. And the second one is delaying gratification. Those two aspects apply to absolutely everybody. This isn't just an INFJ thing. But we as an INFJ have a very unique stack of our cognitive functions that make it important to understand what our advantages are, how we should use being an INFJ to the maximum capacity, and what blind spots come with this that might keep us stuck where we're at right now. We're going to go into this in detail today so you can apply it in your life starting today. Remember, if you want to take the next step in creating your INFJ epic life and you want my personal help with this, then work with me one-on-one. -on -one. All the information you find the link in the description. We have talked about about delaying gratification for a long time. Because delaying gratification is what I always called choose what is important over the thing that is urgent. When you have to decide of something that is important and not urgent versus something that is urgent and not important. A great example I always like to give is doing your laundry and having clean clothes for Monday. That's probably something that's urgent, but it's not really important for your life. The thing that's really important but not urgent is that you sit down on a Saturday and you write pages of the book that you want. So this is something that we've talked about many times. We're not going to talk about this in detail, but it's important that you understand what we're talking about when it comes to delaying gratification. Because in this aspect with the laundry and with writing your book, the instant gratification is that you can sleep in on Saturday, that you can relax, that you don't mobilize yourself, that you can just sit on the couch, relax and forget about everything. That feels good in the moment, but then weeks pass by, months pass by and you're still in the same situation and it doesn't feel good. Delaying gratification means yes, I'm not going to go for the easy route. I'm not going to choose laying in my bed. I'm not going to do the things that feel good in the moment. I'm going to go for being that person that has a book in the end of the year or in two years or whatever it is. The main thing here, of course, is to get into that mindset. Because once you get into this mindset, these things become easier. You start focusing on being somebody who delays gratification and that in itself already makes you feel good. You base yourself confidence on the promises you keep to yourself and not on how it feels in the moment, what others might say, or that somebody says, oh, well done, you did this, this is amazing. This is actually already going into the direction of the blind spot because I'm not talking about extroverted thinking here, which we talk about very often and that is a blind spot in many cases. No, we're actually talking about extroverted feeling, believe it or not. That is our blind spot in that case, but we'll get to this in a minute. Let's first talk about what our personal advantages are, and that is our first function. NI. NI creates a long-term vision and it's something that makes us feel good, not just in the moment, but also when we have a goal, when we have a vision of that's how I'm going to feel, that's how it's going to be like. This is an amazing approach. I'm going to be so happy once I've achieved this. And you've seen me talk about how important it is to be happy in the moment and to be satisfied with what we have and then increase it. But if you think about it, we're not anticipating the goal 
goal and saying, I'm going to be happy once I achieve this. We as INFJs are already happy in the moment we can imagine. That's why we get obsessed over people, over situations, over possible circumstances, because the fact of imagining it already creates endorphins in our body. We're so good at creating that unconscious thing that it's really difficult for us to distinguish between what is reality and what is just a thought at that moment. That is an advantage at that point. Like we have to understand this because many people cannot imagine something as well as INFJs can. The fact that you can imagine it and it brings you joy today is already reason enough to continuously do that because you imagine it, you take steps towards it, and then things are moving ahead. Your reality matches up more and more to that vision and then you create the next vision. So that is our advantage. That is something we have to use and to be aware of how amazing that aspect is. But here's the challenge, our second function. Our first two functions are extremely strong. It's not just our first function. Our second one is also incredibly powerful. It's our creative function. It's the way we judge the world and it's also the way we communicate with the world. FE, imagine it as an emotional atmosphere. You know what the emotional atmosphere is at your work. You know what the emotional atmosphere is in current pop culture, all of that. And you also know how you feel when you get an external feedback. What we're very often not aware of is how dependent we are on that. On both cases, like in the positive and in the negative way. Why are we not motivated to get up on a Saturday and write our book, but we're motivated on going to work on Monday? Or not even that, because you could say, okay, I need that money. I need to go to work so I can get my income, so I can pay for my apartment, for my food. Okay, let's not even go that far. Let's take the example of you going to a birthday party and you don't want to bring something that is the worst gift of everybody who's around there. That's not something that's going to change your life. You're still going to get your salary, you get everything. But still, this is something where you have an accountability. This is something where you're going to have a judgment, maybe. So we at that moment are still focused on how our external environment reacts to something that we do. That is a motivator. Do we have that motivation in the moment when we were writing that book? No, because nobody cares. And that is something that we're lacking at that moment. If we had that accountability in the moment, it would be a different story. That's why it helps, for example, to work with a mentor or a coach, because particularly in the beginning, you learn that there's an accountability. You feel sort of ashamed if you don't show up with your assignment done, because then the other person could judge you. But that shouldn't be the main reason why we're doing something. It helps in a lot of ways, because if you have an accountability, it doesn't have to be a coach. It could be that you talk to your sister or you have your friend and you know they're going to be on you if you're not doing this. You know, you are getting that external feedback, but it's so much more than this because in that moment you can just admit telling somebody, you can avoid getting any kind of judgment. So you're avoiding pain. It's a completely different scenario if you think about you have to choose something which won't look good in the beginning. It won't look good when you start writing that book and you send it off to the first publisher because what kind of feedback are you going to get? It's probably not going to be, oh, that's the best book I ever read. You can send it to an editor. You're probably going to get like millions of remarks and things you have to change. No matter what we take on, if we start creating something in the real world that is getting us closer to what we want, that long-term goal, it always has something to do with the fact that we have to take a step in which we're going to get judged. 
Because no matter how great your idea is, the first attempt of making that a reality will suck. I tell everybody who starts like a YouTube channel to say, you know, the first video will suck. This isn't a question of, oh, how well can I do this? So I feel amazing about it. No, you'll probably look at it and be like, yeah, I'm not like that. Like I, I'm embarrassed about how I look and how I talk and how I articulate myself. And the goal in that moment is not to be like, no, you're going to be great and it's going to look awesome the point is to get to a point where you say yeah it's going to suck and I don't care I'm willing to do this knowing that this will happen because I'm starting to focus on how I feel about myself I'm proud that I'm taking that step although my short-term gratification is not being met and that short-term gratification in that case would be no negative judgment you're going to get judgment not just from yourself but from others you're going to do things that people are not going to understand they will not see your grand vision or where you want to go there will be a disconnect because you cannot connect with people on the basis of where you are today you're already imagining yourself being the person who is tenacious who's doing whatever is in your soul and you're bringing out your vocation you're bringing out your gifts and when you do this you're cutting off FE. You're actually focusing on some kind of FE in the future of how people will perceive it after you will have done it for a while. We know we're focusing on ourselves and how we feel at that moment, but there's always going to be that FE aspect to it. It is there because it's our second function. It's our nature. But we have to get to a point where we make it all about the lane gratification and know that this is our blind spot. We are very connected to FE. We can be very aware of how people feel about something that we do. Sometimes we just say something that is important to us and that might just rub one of our friends the wrong way so we're omitting it all of those things might be happening in your mind and we have to get to a point where we say I'm doing this so one day maybe the outside will understand what I'm doing but right now I'm aware that FE is my blind spot and I'm willing to know that this is not something that I should make as important in my life it's there you might say okay how can it be a blind spot if this is something that you're aware of it is a blind spot because it takes over everything that is actually important to get that long-term success. In order to have that long-term success, we have to cut out that blind spot of ours, which overtakes our entire state of being at that moment. You're doing this because you're proud of the promises you keep to yourself. You're doing this because you're becoming a person who is always taking a step towards your epic life. You are an INFJ, you know your strength, you know that you know you can hold on to a vision. That's the thing that's going to make you stay on course and you also know that FE is a blind spot you're going to forget about. You're not going to focus on that. You're going to be fine with people judging you because you're willing to sacrifice to have non-judgment now in order to not judge yourself in the long term. To know that you can be proud of yourself because you took that step, because you're willing to neglect FE in that moment. Remember, if you want my personal help with this process, then uh, work with me one-on-one. You find all the information in the link in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that's in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video on how the INFJ gets unstuck. Like always, guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.